Welcome to the TPC Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Pentecostal Church is located at 3700 Kelly Highway in Fort Smith, Arkansas. With roots anchored firmly right here in the Arkansas River Valley, it continues to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world and a hospital for hurting souls. TPC is a place where you can call home and fulfill your calling in the kingdom of God. Join us for this incredible word from the Lord today. I want to preach for a few moments from the book of Proverbs chapter number 1. I want to read one verse, uh, Proverbs chapter number 1 and verse number 10 is what I'm going to be reading. It simply says this, this is the, the proverb of the wise man said this, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If sinners entice thee, consent thou not. I want to preach for the next few moments on this subject. Run for your life. Just tell your neighbor, run for your life. Somebody said in Jesus' name, you may be seated. God bless you. Run for your life. If you keep reading in verse number 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, several verses there, you will find the proverb continuing in regards to the subject matter of sinners enticing you. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood, Let's lurk privately for the innocent without cause. If they come and say to us, let's swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that do go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. If the sinners come saying, let's lay hands on the innocent and let's take from them. Their harm is of no value as long as they have values. And let's spoil them so that we can have great things. If sinners say to you, cast in thy lot among us, and let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Is verse number 15. There's some wisdom in verse number 15 that says if you are invited, if you are enticed, if you are drawn by sinners, by evil, to move in a direction that preys upon the innocent, that hurts and steals and tries to destroy, if you have an invitation to move from where you are, to commit your way, your time, your influences, your family, your money, your purse. If if you are invited to bring all of that into this place with this group, walk not thou in the way with them. 
and refrain thy foot from their path. Look down at your feet and say, we're not going there. We're not doing that. We're not staying here. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Verily in, surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of, the bird, of any bird and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. This is what's happening in these few verses of scripture. That whenever you are enticed of sinners who are being led by evil, you end up in a path of approaching the innocent, of taking what you have that is valuable and committing it to an evil way, involving in an evil act and living an evil life that the scripture says eventually what they're doing will end up cost them their own lives. And if you're with them, it'll cost you your life. <clears throat> These powerful words of wisdom are encouraging individuals. Don't stay under the influence of sinners. Don't live in the influence of evil. But look at your feet and say as quickly as those who are accepting their invitations are running to evil. You need to make up in your mind, I'm gonna flee evil. I'm gonna run from evil. I'm not going to consent to the voice of invitation to be a part of sin, to live in sin, to commit sin, but I'm gonna run. And what we don't know is we're running for our life. I read about a volcano that's a live volcano on the big island of Hawaii. That beautiful island with those volcanoes and this, this live volcano that had not erupted in many years. It had drawn people not only to visit, but the luscious grass and the beautiful scenery had drawn people to purchase property on that volcano. And they, as a matter of fact, they began to build houses on that volcano. And some even had 30-acre retreats set up with all kinds of, of uh, buildings and views and retreat areas and resort opportunities. People had spent millions building and living and enjoying, not realizing, do you understand where you have built your house? You built your house on a live volcano. And so in May the 3rd of 2018, it didn't matter that they had million dollar mansions. It didn't matter that they had very uh, popular retreats and resorts. It didn't matter the people who had come and the people that had planned to come. Whenever that thing began to spew lava out of the middle of it, it began to melt down houses and cover up properties and destroy the greenery and all the lushness that was there began to dissipate under the powerful heat 
of the lava. It just has to be revisited again that you can build your house on certain places. You can accept the invitation to say this hadn't happened for a long time. You can allow your feet to run to the sinner's invitation. You can allow yourself to be drawn into and you can gravitate to what seems to be of no ill consequence. But you just need to be reminded there's something harsh is gonna come out of where you are building your house. I'm reminded of the importance that if you're gonna build your house, don't build it on the sand. Even though you like to build sand castles, even though you like to enjoy putting your toes in the water, it's important that you don't build your house on the sand, but run to a place where you can find some rock and build your house on the rock. So over again, the proverb chapter 28 and verse 13 he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whosoever confesseth and forsake them shall have mercy. <clears throat> One explanation of 28 and 13 of Proverbs is he who conceals his transgressions will not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them will find compassion. If you're just willing to just accept the invitation and linger at the invitation of sinners and build your place in something that seems to be beautiful but yet not practical according to scripture. The Bible says if you hold on and you just begin to conceal your sins and your transgressions, if you act as though there's nothing really wrong, you hear the rumblings of the judgment of sin and you ignore it. You hear the warning signs saying you shouldn't build on this sand. It's gonna be out in that ocean in due time. But if you just conceal your transgressions, you're gonna cover it up and act like nothing's gonna happen. The scripture says you will not prosper. But if you find a place and confess your sins, if you find God and you'll turn to him and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I've made a mistake. I've messed up. I need you to touch my life. I need you to forgive my sin. I need you to cleanse my darkness and malice of my heart. I need you one more time to wash me that I might be whiter than snow. I want to go into the waters of baptism and be buried in the name of Jesus. I want him covering my life. I want him cleansing my life. We got a world who is so easy to say nothing's right and nothing's wrong. 
It's a lie and don't buy into it. There are still absolutes. There are things that are right and there's things that are wrong. And the Holy Ghost is trying to reach into this world and into this state and into this region and into this church and into your pew and into your chair and into your mind and tell you on this day it's time to say I'm not hanging with sin anymore. I'm not living in evil anymore. I've made up in my mind I'm going to run for my life. Run. Run. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 14. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. Flee from idolatry. Look at your feet and say, we're not staying here. We're not building a house here. We're not gonna live here. We're gonna run for my life. What is idolatry? Idolatry is loving and embracing anything more than God. Loving and embracing anything more than your loving and embracing God. And the, the writer of 1 Corinthians said, Dearly beloved, let me tell you something. You've got a decision to make. And that is whenever things come and begin to capture your eye, that captures your heart, I need you to know what you need to do. Look at your feet and say, make an about face and run for your life life. Anything that's more important than God is not important in your life. Anything that says I don't have time for God but I got time for this. You're wrong. You got to speak to your feet and you got to say I got to run for my life. I want to walk in the house of God on a Sunday saying sing to me. Preach to me. Pray with me. I've got to run for my life. Why are you clapping your hands? Why are you waving your hands? Why is the music so loud? Why is the preaching so loud? Why is the preacher all red in the face? I'll tell you why I'm trying to preach to somebody. You gotta talk to your feet and say, I'm not staying here any longer. I'm not living in my sin any longer. I'm not living in my evil any longer. I am running for my life. I got a message for this city. I got a message for this region. I got a message for whoever's watching us today. It's time to make a change. It's time to get off of the volcano and find you a brand new living quarters. Run for your life. You may be seated. The wages of sin are killing us. The billboard says smoke it, drink it. It shows you an environment or a personality of invitation, but it doesn't show you how it's wrecking your body or your marriage or your children. 
Consent not. Doesn't matter how strong you are. If you live there long enough, it'll get you. But I'm a social drinker. That's all I do. Stay there long enough. It'll get you. I don't hang around those environments very often, just every now and again. Just stay there. It'll get you. I'll never be like that. I'll never just stay where you're living long enough. Just plant your feet in that environment long enough. And what you used to think was right will now be optional. And what you think is optional will then become wrong. And you started out believing it was right because you just stayed in the evil environment. So what's the answer to this? You figured it out. Run. Run. This is, this is, not, a, this is not a race just for bringing attention to a certain program. This is not the annual run. <laughs> this, is not, this is not the annual bike-a-thon. This is not the annual little trip. This is, this is gather up your household. Gather up the loins of your mind. Make a decision. I'm done here. I know what I'm preaching here today. I'm, I know right where I'm at. I tried to tell the Lord, let me preach this next week or the next week. And the Holy Ghost just sits saying, you got to preach it today. So I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I'm telling you this, it's time to make up in your mind. I've got to talk to my feet and I've got to turn from seeking evil and I've got to start seeking God. Because for Psalm 14 and two says, the Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men just to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. God is looking for people who are ready to seek him to run to him, to desire him. It's important that you just don't run. You gotta run to God. Run to prayer. Run to his word. Run to the invitation of his spirit. I wanna tell just as much sin as is in the world, there is much more grace in the church. Just as much hate and crime as there is in sin and in evil and in the world, there is mercy and compassion in the embracing of God. I wanna tell you he is looking, he is looking. Do we understand? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm watching, I'm looking for somebody who is seeking me I don't know about what you're saying preacher I, I don't even understand it doesn't matter you don't have to understand it just come to him seek him seek him 
Psalm 9 and 10. They that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. See, the instability of whether or not you're going to be accepted is very rampant out there. But the continued compassion of God says, whenever you come to seek me, the response you're going to get is I will receive you. I will not forsake you, but I will receive you. You can be a part of this. You can experience forgiveness of your sins. You can experience a transformation in your mind and in your body and in your life. You can be healed and delivered from oppression and depression and demonic possession. You can be set free from a lifestyle of addiction. You can be delivered from your secret sins. You can be set free from your doubt. He will not forsake you. And when you come, he will embrace you. And when he embraces you, he is God over everything. You miss the everything. He's God over what you have need of and what the person beside you and behind you and the next section across from you in the rises or on the platform, wherever you are listening to me, there's a God who can deliver you when you seek him. He will not turn you aside. He will not walk away from you. He will not forsake you. He's looking for those that seek him. Run to him. You will find life. Isn't that exciting? Run to him. Lamentations 3 and 25. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him. Not bad, good. The Lord is good to them that seek him. When you start running toward him, he starts running towards you. You may have just come out of the slime of a hog pit. You may smell horrible. You may look horrible, but whenever he wraps his cloak around you, it will change the complete dynamics of what your past, your history, and your present is because the scripture says he is looking for people that are running to him, and when you run to him, he will be good. I finish with Amos chapter 5. In verse number four, for thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, seek ye me and ye shall live. 
Oh, somebody ought to get a hold of that just as a benchmark. You ought, you ought to just stick your toe in that and push off and say, I'm going to seek him because when I start seeking him, I'm going to live. I've been hanging around sin. I've been tolerating sin. I've been concealing sin. But today, I'm running for my life. I'm making a turn. And whoever I got to leave at the turn, I'll leave at the turn. And whatever I got to leave at the turn, I'll leave at the turn. But there's no family or people or jobs or things or stuff that's more important than for me to turn and run for my life and run to the arms of Jesus because out there is a result of death. But with him, seek me, seek me, run to me and you shall live. Stand to your feet right now. There are miracles in this house. There are deliverances in this house. There is hope in this house. And today you're going to be healed of whatever it is in your body. There's going to be gross disappear when you get home. When you see your doctor next week or the next week, they're going to say what was there is not there. You don't get in these environments of the worship and the missionary and the word of God and leave the same way you came. It just doesn't happen. There's something taking place in the spirit realm that when you start saying, I'm going to seek my miracle, I'm going to seek my salvation, I'm going to seek my deliverance, I'm making a turn in my life. I don't want to live this away anymore. I don't want to be this away anymore. Something powerful is about to happen. I want our ministers just to come across this front here because we're going to pray with you. Come on, ministers, just line up across this front. Thank you. If you want healing in your body, I want you to come. They're going to pray for you. If you want salvation in your life, I want you to come. They're going to pray with you. There's a baptistry that's ready to baptize people in Jesus' name. They'll baptize you in Jesus' name. Some, there's something about to happen in this room on this Sunday. You're not here by chance, and God is going to meet your needs. So I want you to come right down and find somebody. We'll pray with you right now. You need the Holy Ghost? Come on down. You need healing? Come on. Come on. Step out. Run. Are you going to run? Are you comfortable just staying and sitting? Are you comfortable just letting it pass on by and just... Come on, that's it. Come on. Come on. There's some miracles in this room right now. Come on. There's some miracles in this room. Just come on. Find a minister. They're going to start praying with you. Come on. Find a minister. They're going to start praying with you. Salvation is yours right now. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Come on. There's miracles right Somebody's running to Jesus. Somebody's running. Come on, there's more in this building. Come on. Come get in line. Come get in line in front of one of these ministers. Come on, that's right. Let the Holy Ghost touch you right now. Come on, people receiving the Holy Ghost today. Lives are being changed here today. Come on, healings are happening here today. We'll baptize you in the name of Jesus. Come on, run. you got to make a decision today. Run to him. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I hope this word has blessed you. 
If you are in the River Valley area and are looking for a church to attend, we would love for you to join us right here at TPC. Services are Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You can visit us at our website at www.tpcfortsmith.com and on Facebook at the Pentecostal Church Fort Smith. Here you will find any information you may need. Thank you and God bless.